Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Kylie Camps and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking, and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant, and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space, and I'm super, super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days. And ultimately, when we take ownership of improving our days, we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Today's podcast is a solo episode where I will be talking you through a few books that I have read recently and really enjoyed. I have recorded book episodes in the past, so if you haven't listened to the previous book club episodes, go back and have a listen because there really is such a variety of different genres and yeah, if you're a bookworm, you'll definitely find something that you can enjoy. The books that I'm going to share with you today are ones that I have read within the last kind of three-month period, I would say, and I've really enjoyed all of them. I am someone that if I start a book and I'm not immediately grabbed, I find it really hard to persist. I need to be taken in to the book very, very quickly. And I will say lately I've been leaning more towards fiction because whilst I love personal development and I love nonfiction, I also need a bit of escapism in my life. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Sometimes it's exhausting continually thinking and overthinking and overfeeling, which I do tend to do, I think, I think again. Um, So it's been really nice to have these books to escape into. Now that said, two of these books do have a nonfiction element to them. Um, but they're woven into a narrative. So I found it more of a story and it was, and they're both written so beautifully that it was easy to escape into them. Now, before I get into sharing these books with you, I wanted to take a minute to thank today's sponsor of this episode, which is Esme. And I want to talk to you about one of their newer products, the Eye Balm. I was lucky enough to receive one of these balms before they went live to the public. I was at an Esme event and as soon as I opened it, I was like, oh, this product is a bit of me because I like a product that is glowy 
and dewy and also smells really nice. They're big ones for me. I love it when you apply something and you're like, oh, the scent just kind of washes over you. And this Eye Delight Reflection Eye Balm is the proper name for it, has this beautiful smell. It has a really nice feel to it and it is, it's shiny, it's reflective and you can see that straight away. So the Eye Delight is designed to visibly reduce puffiness around your eyes to smooth and firm the eye area. It also has antioxidant protection. It is designed for super long-lasting hydration and to help minimize fine lines as well. Now, they have trialed this product and they stand by this. When you use the eye balm for over two weeks or more, you can see a difference. And I know myself, I can see a difference and I can feel a difference. This is a product that a little bit goes a very, very long way. You apply a very small amount around the eye area. And because it does have that reflective element, it instantly brightens the eye area, which I really like because I'm not a fan of putting a lot of concealer in the under eye area to get that brightness. But this product, when you pop it on, you do, you see an instant difference because I guess it's because of the way that the um, particles within it reflect the light and brighten the eye area. And so I pop that on, then my skin treats And I just find when I'm putting my foundation on, it's really smooth around my eye area. So I'm a huge, huge fan of this product. As I said, it smells incredible. It feels incredible. It also has a very clever applicator. So as you're applying it, it's soothing. The way that the applicator tip is shaped, it's just, it's very clever. And I feel like I'm always saying this with Esme products, but they really do pride themselves on designing products that are innovative and over deliver. So I do have a discount code to share with you for the Esme range. It's pretty rare that the discount code works on new products in this way. So the code is KCPOD, K-C-P-O-D, and that will take 10% off full-priced Esme goodies, Um, and that includes the reflective eye balm. So definitely, I believe it's called the um, Eye Delight, technically, not reflective eye balm, Eye Delight Reflection Eye Balm. Um, So jump over to the website, which is esme.com, E-S-M-I.com. Check out the range. While you're there, definitely have a chat with their skincare team. You can speak with them online. You can pick up the phone. They really are so passionate about what they do. It's it's so, what's the word? It's palpable how much the Esme skincare team want to help people reach their skin goals. And we all have our own individual skin concerns. You know, I really love to hydrate my skin as much as possible and try and get that glowy look because I tend to have more of a dry type skin. But some of you listening might identify more with having an oily skin type or perhaps you feel that you're more prone to acne or breakouts. Whatever it is, have a chat with the Esme skincare team. They are there to help. I love, 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 love the Eye Delight Eye Balm. It definitely gets a big tick from me. 
So that code is KCPOD for 10% off the full priced Esme range. Check out their cleansers, their skin treats, their masks, but more importantly, have a chat with their skincare team so that you can make sure you're spending your money on the products that are going to get you the best results. And speaking of money, that discount code again, KCPOD to save 10% on Esme.com. Okay, let's get into the book episode. The first one that I'm going to start with is a book that I really, I mean, I enjoyed all of them, so I'll try not to keep saying that. But the book that I'm going to start with is one that I've, I wanted to start with this one in particular because I feel like it was the first book I had read in a while where I felt attached to a character and a real fondness for a character in a way that I haven't felt in a while. And I think that's probably more reflective of me being stressed in everyday life and not having the ability to lose myself in a book. But a girlfriend of mine passed this book to me, and this book is Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. And I imagine a lot of you have heard of this book or read it because it was released in 2017. So it's not a new book. But my girlfriend handed it to me and she was kind of nonplussed about it, which that's the thing about books. Sometimes, I mean, all the time, what one person loves, another person is kind of, you know, indifferent to. Or another thing I find is sometimes a book will come to you and you'll start it and it's not right at that time in your life. And then you'll start it again at a different time and you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. So it's all timing. It's all personal preference. But When my girlfriend handed me the book, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, she said to me, eh, I read it, I finished it, it was okay. Like she just, she kind of said, oh, I didn't really gel with it. And so I just put it in my book drawer and I wasn't racing to get to it. And then I picked it up and I started reading it a couple of months later, which was a few months ago now. And straight away, I was so I don't know, taken by the main character, Eleanor Oliphant. I just had a fondness for her very, very quickly. And so I've seen Eleanor described as a bit of a social misfit. As you're reading, you kind of get the idea that perhaps she is, um, yeah, she is that social misfit and it's not, you can't, I guess you can't really work out whether it's um, to do with circumstance or something different as to why she is the way she is but I really liked her. And so I found it very, very easy to read. And as you move through the book, you realize that, yes, she is a bit, um, you know, she, she can't read social cues and she's different and she's very isolated, but you understand more and more why she is the way she is. And she does have quite a traumatic past. And Yeah, I really enjoyed the unfolding of this book. It's not a overly dramatic book, as in, you know, not a lot happens, but I found it, it sounds strange to say relatable because, you know, I have such a different life to this character. But yeah, I really just enjoyed reading her, um, yeah, her story. So a little bit about the plot. It says, Eleanor Oliphant is the novel's protagonist and the narrator. I do like it when books are written from the protagonist's point of view. 
She lives in Glasgow and she works as a clerk in a design company. She's 29. She's very intelligent and has high standards. Um, And she has like everyday habits that she has to complete. She's socially awkward and she does lead a solitary lifestyle. She has no friends and no social contacts. And again, she has her, um, her rituals that she sticks to and they're obviously a way to cope. Now, I'm not going to keep going too much into the plot because I want you to read it if this sounds like a book that you enjoy. But as you go further and further into the plot, you begin to understand her more and more and it's just a nice, um, I don't know, it's a nice story that really does deal with the themes of loneliness and trauma recovery and just how really small, um, what's the word? It's small, small mercies or kind interactions with people, how they can have a massive difference on someone. And so I loved it. I recommend it. Great book. That's Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Now, in a similar vein to that, when I mentioned on Instagram that I really enjoyed that book, a few people reached out and said, if you enjoyed that book, check out um, this one, which is called The Rosie Project. And so The Rosie Project, I am about three quarters of the way through and I like it. I'm enjoying it enough to keep reading it, but I'm not as in love with this book or finding it as, um, you know, it's not, I'm not connecting with it as much as I did with the Eleanor story, but this is a great book as well. So it's called The Rosie Project. A lot of you did recommend it. Similar vein in terms of the main character, Don, is socially awkward, um, has his rituals, is very... (laughs) academic, but yeah, just not emotionally intelligent, can't read cues, those sorts of things. And it's all about his quest to find a life partner. And so he has a very specific checklist that he wants in a partner. And it is, it's a good book. He's, I don't know, when I was talking about this book with my girlfriend, I said he kind of, the main character reminds me a little bit of how, um, What's that show? I was never, I never watched a lot of it, but I've seen enough, uh, The Big Bang Theory, right? Like I've seen like one or two episodes of that show, enough to know that there's a character in there. I'm going to say Sheldon and similar type of um, vibe. That's what I take from this character, Don, with his nuances and his inability to read um, body language and cues. So that's The Rosie Project. I'm just quickly going to Google the name of the author. I probably should have these books in front of me. Um, But yeah, I I am enjoying it not as much as Eleanor Oliphant. Okay, so The Rosie Project is by... Oh my gosh, it's taking forever to load. Sorry, it's not a trust professional... (laughs) podcast is it um so this book came out in 2013 and it is by Australian novelist Graham Simpson 
And it says here, the novel centers on genetics professor Don Tillman, who struggles to have a serious relationship with women. With a friend's help, he devises a questionnaire to assess the suitability of female partners. His plans are set off course when he meets Rosie, who does not fit many of the criteria, but does become a big part of his life. There are lots of really warm and endearing moments in this book. So if that sounds interesting to you, then you're probably going to enjoy it. Um, And yeah, they're definitely in a similar vein, those two books. The next one that I want to talk about with you is People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd. I picked this one up and I sent a, I sent a photo of it to my friend because I was like, oh, well, this one hit too close to home before I started reading it. So it's called People Like Her. And so I guess you could say that, you know, that title could be taken in different ways, like, oh, people like her or people like her. Um, but it is a glimpse into the world of being a mum influencer on Instagram. And it is a very specific glimpse. It's a glimpse into the world of someone who is very calculated at building a following and presenting who they are as a business. And there were definitely parts in this book that I was like, holy shit, this is pretty accurate to a lot of what I imagine goes on for a lot of people. And that also includes present company. Whilst this book is the extreme version of that, it's like the extreme end. There were just threads in there that I was like, wow, this, the, the duo, it's a husband and wife duo who have written this book. It feels like they must have really immersed themselves in that world. Um, and yeah, there are just things that are said and done in this book that I'm like, I've literally witnessed that. I have witnessed influencers doing things like that. Um, So yeah, I will read a little bit about this book to you. As I said, it's a husband and wife duo and I really love the way that it's written because the chapters are short. I love a book with short chapters because when you're exhausted or you just want to dip in quickly, I hate leaving partway through a chapter. It's so fulfilling. Like it's like one of those little small satisfying things to get through a chapter quickly, I reckon. And it's also written each chapter by a different person. So the main character writes her chapter, then her. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. husband has a chapter and then another character in the book has a a perspective I should say and I always enjoy books that are written from you know that way when it's done well so on Goodreads it says it's a razor sharp wickedly smart suspense debut about an ambitious influencer mum whose soaring success threatens her marriage her morals and ultimately her family's safety. And that's what I mean when I sent my girlfriend a photo of the book. I was like, oh, 
It's creepy because it's, I'll read this to you and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. So it goes on to say, to her adoring fans, Emmy Jackson, a.k.a. at the mama bear, is the honest Insta mum who always tells it like it is. To her sceptical husband, a washed up novelist who knows just how creative Emmy can be with the truth, she is a breadwinning powerhouse, chillingly brilliant at monetizing the intimate details of their family life. As Emmy's marriage begins to crack under the strain of her growing success and her moral compass veers wildly off course, which I will argue in the book, you'll know this from the get-go from like chapter two, I think her moral compass was always off course. The more vulnerable she becomes to a very real danger circling ever closer to her family. So there are also elements of this book, well, a big element of this book is about, um, and I'm not spoiling it because it says on Goodreads, it's got this info here, you know, she has an obsessive follower and I'll leave it there. I'll let you sort of dive into this book if it sounds interesting to you. But Goodreads says this is a deeply addictive tale of psychological suspense Ellery Lloyd, which is the husband-wife duo, their pseudonym, raises important questions about technology, social media celebrity, and the way we live today. They probe the dark side of influencer culture and the perils of parenting online. People like her explores our desperate need to be seen and the lengths we will go to to be liked by strangers. It asks what and who we sacrifice when we make our private lives public and ultimately lose control of who we let in. So I'm sure you can hear from that kind of, um, that blurb there, how me picking up that book, I'm like, oh, like what's this going to be like? And the first chapter I find her really like unlikable. The first chapter, I was like, oh, I think I've wasted money on this book. It's just too cliche, but push past the first chapter because you realize the cliche is what she's presenting. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy, I did enjoy it. I read it really quickly and it was the sort of book that, you know, when the kids were busy playing, I did pick up and dip into a chapter. So I know a book has me when I'm doing, when I'm going to it, not just before bed. So I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely brings up food for thought. And what I said earlier about, you know, like I've known influencers who have done that, like it's all about that presenting side of things. And for me, it was making me think about how, you know, being real and being authentic online, I think sometimes can be, you know, it's branding. And sometimes I think that there are, I don't know how to, I'm just going to talk like as if I'm having a girlfriend, having a chat with a girlfriend. But, you know, I think that sometimes people are putting out like a rougher image of what their life is like. What do I mean by rougher? You know, trying to be more relatable, but that's just not how it is behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of danced around that one. Oh gosh, but I enjoyed that book, People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd. Very easy to read and spoke to me on a couple of different levels. Next up, okay, a book called Three Women by Lisa Tadeo. 
I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. I could be wrong. I first heard about this book on Gwyneth Paltrow's podcast ages ago. I believe they interview Lisa. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. And then I never picked it up. And then how did I come across it? I think I might have found it in the op shop, maybe. Maybe the op shop. But it is the story of three women whose lives um, Lisa, the journalist, follows. So these are true stories and it spans over the space of years and years. And I think that's what's so fascinating is you really get to see the characters go through a real journey each. And the three women do have different journeys, but there are parallels. And I I think that, you know, any woman reading the book will be able to find a thread that they can relate to. So I'll read a little bit to you about this book says on Goodreads, it's a riveting true story about the sex lives of three real American women. And it's based on nearly a decade of reporting. Just side note, the author Lisa is so dedicated to telling their stories. I believe that she even moves to live near one of them. So the three women, um, there are, there is, there is a woman called Lena, who is a homemaker and mother of two, whose marriage after a decade has lost its passion. She's starved for affection. I won't read the whole, the whole shtick about each character, but basically Lena just wants her husband to kiss her and he just doesn't like to kiss. And it goes through her, you know, her reckoning with this, like how important affection and passion is to her and the lengths that she will go to to feel that desire. She battles daily with panic attacks and she reconnects with an old flame through Facebook. Then in North Dakota, we meet Maggie. She's a 17-year-old student who allegedly has a physical relationship with her handsome and married English teacher. And Maggie's story explores the, um, the criminal trial that she goes through And also just her own reckoning with realizing, you know, the feelings that she had for this teacher and the way this man treated her, you know, rather than it being the love story she thought it was at the time, it was much more sinister. It was grooming and it's just coming to terms with, with that, you know, that I guess my takeaway from it was, you know, the desire of wanting it, but then ultimately understanding that she was a victim in it. And so we go through the trials with her. The other woman is Sloane. She's a gorgeous, successful restaurant owner. She's happily married to a man, um, but her husband, his kink is that he likes to watch her have sex with other men and women. And so, as I said, it's based on years of working with these women and telling their stories. It's described as immersive reporting and that's how it feels like Lisa really loses herself well not I don't think she loses herself but she um she just tells the stories so deeply that you feel like she's living their story with them um so it is that mixture of journalism and storytelling it is a wit a work of deep observation long conversations and a kind of journalistic alchemy That's a quote from Kate Tuttle. 
So this book is, yeah, it's it's got all the elements of the true story, but it's woven into a narrative. And I enjoyed this book because, again, it's, you know, a different character chapter by chapter. So it goes through each character and you do, well, I did get invested and attached to each character in a different way. You know, there were times when I wanted to protect the characters and then there's times when you're frustrated with the women in these books and then you realize that ultimately you you are frustrated with those elements that exist within yourself. So I can understand why this book um, is so acclaimed, I guess, Um I I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's three women. Now, moving on to a book that is similar to this book, and this is the one that I wanted to end on, and this would have to be the book that I devoured the quickest in the last couple of months. I'm talking like 24 hours, and I was so um, impacted by this book on a visceral level. It brought... Um, nostalgia and melancholy feelings over me, which, you know, that might not sound like the most desirable thing. But yeah, so anyway, the book is called Heart Sick. And the reason it's similar to Three Women, and I've heard Jesse speak about this in interviews, is that it is similar because it has three stories about love um, that are woven into a narrative style book. So again, it's the chapter by chapter character development, hearing their story. And, um, it is different. It's very, it's different to three women. And I want to say like, I I don't know, it, it affected me more on that. Like I said, visceral level of like, I feel like this book will stay with me in a way that, um, three, three women might not. So Heartsick, whilst um, the stories are about love, they're ultimately about loss and what happens during that time of heartache when, you know, you feel like your world is falling apart because your heart hurts so much. And so I will tell you a little bit about the book. So there are the three characters. There is Claire, who has returned from London to her childhood home only to realize that there is something not quite right with what's going on with her and her partner, Maggie. Then there is Patrick, who is a lonely uni student until he meets Caitlin and he falls in love with her and their story ensues. And then there is Anna, who is happily married with three children, but she feels as though she's married to the wrong man and the man she should have married is in her life. And so then it's her story of, you know, becoming tangled up with another man and the unfolding that that that, you know, brings about. The thing with this book, Heartsick, is Jessie has written it in in a way that you just feel so much affection for each of the character each of the characters, excuse me, and their stories. And I don't even know if characters, characters feels like I'm minimizing them because they're real people and they're real stories and it's so raw. And you go on a journey with them through their relationship and through their heartache. And this book is not about happy endings. It's about real life. And that's why I think 
I just devoured it and I took so much from it because when you're going through something really hard and we've all been through different heartaches and heartbreaks, it feels like you're the only person. It's similar to, you know, when you lose someone that you love, like someone passes away um, or even when you have a baby, right? And then you walk out into the world and it's like, how is everything still continuing on? Don't people know? Like how are people just going about their business? And it's that kind of, I don't know, nostalgia that kind of washed over me from heartache, you know, when I was young, you know, when you lo- when you break up with your first boyfriend and that kind of, that love. And then there's, you know, the more grown up love right through to going through a divorce. And each person's story has elements that I could so connect to. And I, I just had such, still have such affection for each of their journeys. Um, and I love this book because it's not often that a book will be so inclusive in terms of like when it comes to love and loss, you, you get to really experience it through the eyes of a young bloke. And like, you understand that, you know, heartbreak isn't just for women. And Jesse speaks about this, you know, growing up, a lot of us as women, we know that when we go through a heartache, we kind of have a bit of a script of what to do next. You know, you go out with your girlfriends, you rally support, it's self-care, but there isn't necessarily the same script for men to follow. And as a mum of boys reading this book, I was like, oh, yes, I'm so glad that there is a voice to this story and to what it's like for a man to go through that as well. And Patrick, like I just like I just want to go and hug him. I really, really want to hug him and scoop him up. And I've exchanged messages with women via Instagram about this book and they've all said the same thing, you know, like they just want to give Patrick a big hug. Um, and then you've got Claire and Maggie, a same-sex couple, And there are elements of their relationship that just ring true, you know, for so many long-term relationships. Like there, again, I just want to go and give Claire a big hug, all of the characters. It's so well-written. It's so easy to imagine it happening and you just, you feel it. And then of course there is Anna who, there are parts of Anna's story that just had me absolutely like tears running down my face. So it's safe to say this book massively impacted me. Cannot recommend it enough. I have told all the women in my life to go and read it. Is it a feel good, happy story? No. Is it something that's going to stay with you, make you feel connected, less alone. There are definitely enjoyable parts of it. Don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed the whole experience of it, but it's not a, um, it's not a happy ending love story type book. It's a real true unfolding of life. And I loved it. And there is that melancholy sense about it, but highly, highly recommend it. So that is Heartsick by Jesse Stevens. So those are the books that I have read. (laughs) It was a bit of a funny voice. Those are the books, like Sands Through the Hourglass, that I have read recently. I've started another one just last night called Other People's Houses. So far, so good. I'm only a couple of chapters in. We'll see. And then I've picked up another one from the bookstore, which I think is called Acts of Desperation, I think. But stay tuned for those 
those books. I'll, I'll get back to you on whether or not I enjoy them and recommend them. Um, I hope that my fellow bookworms have been able to jot down one or two of these books. And if you read them, take a screenshot and share with me on Instagram. Um, jump over and leave a comment. I'm always so interested to hear and I love a book recommendation. So please feel free to always shoot a book um, that you're reading and enjoying over to me so that I can have a read as well. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It would mean the world to me if you do take a screenshot and pop it up on your Instagram story. Tag me at Kylie Camps. This podcast is completely independent, as you can probably tell from the lack of professionalism. Um, So it does mean the world to me when you guys share it or you leave a review or you hit subscribe. It has now hit over 2 million downloads, which feels really, really, um, it feels nice, feels special. So anyway, I will love and leave you. The discount code again for Esme is live for this month. That is KC Pod for 10% off. Check out the Idolite. I love it. And I will chat with you very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.